Hello, and welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We are your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibby. And I'm Ethan Sereski, not Andrew Young Husband, host of Canada's Worst Driver. That's ridiculous. This week, I think we've got a very exciting episode for you. We're going to be talking about that classic British supernatural phenomenon, Spring-Heeled Jack. That's a cool name. It is a cool name. When I hear Spring-Heeled, I think of like a cartoon where somebody's playing basketball and they like rip bed springs out of it and attach them to their shoes. I haven't seen that one, but <laughs> it sounds like an excellent premise. I feel like Daffy Duck definitely did that at some point, or if not, like Buster Bunny, something <laughs> along those lines. Might have been in Space Jam. Yeah, I, I mean, if it wasn't... It should have been, obviously. That's a gimme. Yeah. No, LeBron has to be doing that for the new one. <laughs> As always, uh, in an episode of Uncle Monster, one of us has done extensive research on a ghoul, mm-hmm. and the other, which is me this time, knows nothing except the name spring Jack. So tell me, what do you, what do you think spring Jack is? Well, I, I've done some thinking just based on <laughs> the name alone. And, and what I see is a, a Cockney accent. Um, okay. Horrible teeth, but not because he's okay. British. No, no, because he's a monster. Right. It's because he's British. Uh, gold. Yeah, but it's... <laughs> he's an English monster. What's he going to do? Have, like, real, like, like veneers? <laughs> that would probably be what would scare them the most. <laughs> I, I see a gold pocket watch with the chain. You know what I mean? Okay. And, like, a bowler hat. Like, a, like an evil Fagin from Oliver. Okay. And so I get on that line of thinking, and I'm like, maybe he's taking kids. The Fagin angle. And maybe he has candy or other seductive moves. And... And then he chops them up with his finger knives, because I picture finger knives. Ooh, that's very interesting. Okay. And I think that it has to be an early to mid-19th century, because, get this, I think he's Mm -hmm. a pre-Jack the Ripper. I think he's a precursor in name and behavior to the Ripper. Like, he's the myth that Jack takes the mantle of. So we name him Jack, because he cuts up people. He's a horror of the night, just like Spring-Heeled Jack. So I, I... I think Spring Heel comes first. Okay, well, I think you got a lot of things right in there. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with your powers of uh, guessing. Your powers of guessing. My uh, my other thing I wrote to myself was, he's a murderous Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. That is actually probably pretty true. So let me let me paint you a picture. Do you think Mary Poppins was a witch? I think she. I think you could qualify her as a classic good witch, but she's definitely a witch. Like people act like she's a magic nanny, but she's a witch. No, she has the, the, her powers could be easily described as witchcraft. She probably is a whore of the devil. Yeah, totally dances naked with other people in the woods and has like a, a goat named Black Peter or something. Yeah, I saw Goody Poppins dancing with the devil. <laughs> Goody Poppins. That was her name early on, Goody Poppins. Uh, go ahead, Sybil. I interrupted. Okay, so here we are. Spring-Heeled Jack. A monster first known to appear in, uh, you're correct, the early 19th century. Mm. Uh, he was originally known as the Hammersmith Ghost. The Hammersmith uh, Ghost. Yes, Hammersmith was a neighborhood in London. Oh. And uh, there was rumors 
of uh, a ghost in the neighborhood. And the ghost was so frightening that it actually, uh, two women, uh, one young and one old, were so frightened by uh, being assaulted by this ghost that they died of shock a few days later. <laughs> that is historical fact. That... They saw this ghost, and a few days later, they were, st- a few days later, they were still so scared that they died. They were probably just so afraid that they were accused of being hysterical, which at the time would have been an offense that got them into the insane asylum, and that probably led to their death. That's just my guess. I mean, that's possible. I'm going to say, hopefully, insane asylums weren't killing people in a matter of days, just as course. Although 18, 1850s insane asylums in England, I'm sure they were very comfortable. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping they at least made it a couple months. <laughs> so. uh, but they described uh, the ghost that assaulted them as a tall, thin man dressed in all white. All white? Yes, all white. He was wearing all white. Hmm. And so uh, reports of this uh, spread throughout the Hammersmith area and into greater London. And uh, so people in the neighborhood started setting up neighborhood watches for the ghost. Wait, you're telling me there's a ghost so scary that he, he can murder you just by encountering you and they set up a neighborhood watch to, to, go, to go look yeah. for him? Yeah, they're like, fuck him, we're gonna get him, right? <laughs> what did they bring Get your like, fucking gun! <laughs> it was a billy club, there's no way they had guns. Well, you say that, but in January 3rd, 1804, a few months after uh, these young women were assaulted and killed by the Hammersmith ghost, a tax collector or customs officer, I think they called him an excise officer, which I think he That's works tax. like... Yeah, yeah, he was like a tax collector. Yeah. Or working at Customs and Border Patrol. But he was out in his private time doing armed patrol looking for the ghosts. <laughs> when he ran into Thomas Millwood, a bricklayer. Uh, and this bricklayer was wearing the traditional British bricklayer's outfit of white slacks and a white overcoat. Oh, no. And so the customs officer shot him in the face with a shotgun, <laughs> killing him. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. I like I like that the first guy he saw with uh, something white on, he just shot him in the face. With a sh- was he excited afterwards? Like, I got him? Uh, well, probably not for very long, because he was soon put on trial for murder. Oh, okay. So, so it didn't end up well for him. I see. Well, it's actually surprisingly complicated. At the trial, the widow of uh, Thomas Millwood testified that she had encouraged her husband to wear an overcoat. Because he had been mistaken for a ghost before. (laughs) And here is a quote from her testimony. On Saturday evening, he and I were at home, for he lived with me. He said he had frightened two ladies and a gentleman who were coming along the terrace in a carriage. For the man said he dared say, there goes the ghost. And that Thomas said he was no more a ghost than he was. And asked him, using a bad word, did he want a punch in the head? I begged him to change his dress. Thomas, says I, as there is a piece of work about the ghost and your clothes look white, pray to put on your greatcoat that you may not run into any danger. Well, I mean, it's, it, it, she was right. 
Yeah, it turns out she was right to worry that someone would confuse her husband for a ghost. How many times have you been confused for a ghost? <laughs> Ooh, God. Uh, <laughs> probably, I'm going to say more than three, less than seven. <laughs> okay. I would suggest you don't wear a white overcoat. Uh, so the custom excise, uh, uh, the excise officer was found guilty and sentenced to be hanged and dissected. That was part of the sentence? Dissection? Yeah. Yeah, because I guess this was also when they were looking for corpses and they were, like, learning about anatomy. Uh, it's that same era of... Yeah, era. but what does he care? Why is that part of the sentence? No, because the judge is like, oh, this is for the common good. They're going to we'll kill me and take my body. liver? Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I don't think it's to punish him. I think it's just, like, that's part of it. Okay. But maybe it is. Maybe it's also to, like, shame him the same way people would be, like, drawn and quartered. I can't get into the mind of a judge from 200 years ago. You got into the mind of his wife. (laughs) That's fair. She, I can relate to. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But uh, the excise officer's sentence was later commuted to one year of hard labor by the king because uh, the king was like, he thought he was a ghost. One year? Yeah, he got one year for shooting this bricklayer in the face. Because he thought he was a ghost. And the king thought that was reasonable? Like, well, yeah. I mean, he was dressed as a... Uh, how does a ghost dress? In all white? <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, so this sat as legal precedent in England until, like, 1984. <laughs> like, it it went to, like... You could use it as part of, like, your state of mind defense if you were in a self-defense in a murder trial. I thought he was a ghost! <laughs> well, fair up. Sometimes there are ghosts. <laughs> that would be what I would say. I think OJ should have used that defense. Hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> After that, the next appearance of Springheel Jack that is recorded is uh, there were two uh, appearances, no, three in, uh, yeah, around 1838. First, a young woman named Mary Stevens was walking home through Clapham Common when Springheel Jack leapt from a darkened alleyway and started kissing her on the face. (laughs) (laughs) Which seems not that bad. I mean, obviously... It doesn't seem in character, though. I mean, he scared two women to death three days after, and he just wants... He He was apparently also rending her clothing with his metal claws. Oh, metal claws. He does have metal claws. So, uh, she screamed... And he ran away by, like, leaping over something. Uh, Like, over a wall that was, like, higher than a person ought to be able to leap. So I'm guessing that's where the name comes from instead of... Well, he gets the name in the press after this next incident. The very next day... Oh, excuse me. He leaps out of nowhere in front of a carriage, causing it to crash, injuring the driver and all occupants. He then escaped by jumping over a nine-foot-tall wall laughing all the while. His trademark high-pitched laugh. Is can you do that in a British can you do a British version of that? Cool blimey! There it is. I was waiting for that sweet stuff. And uh at this point people are getting a, a clearer idea of what Spring Eagle Jack looks like. Uh, he is uh, described as taking on three different appearances, all which are credited mm-hmm. to being Springheel Jack. The first one, uh, the one that we've mostly encountered so far, is a, uh, a demon-like 
being that's very tall with claws, uh, metal claws, red flaming orbs for eyes, and wearing a tight black raincoat with a helmet. And what's interesting (laughs) about the helmet, to me, as a veteran Dungeons & Dragons player, is if I see a monster in a helmet, I think, that's its weak point. Get that helmet off, hit him in the head. Yeah, why is he wearing it? He's got to be hiding something. His fragile monster head. Uh, His second appearance is that of a gaunt, thin gentleman, but still with metal hands. And his third appearance is a bear. Uh, uh, The animal? He will sometimes just take the form of a bear. And the people who saw him in bear form, how did they know it was Spring-Heeled Jack? You can tell. <laughs> you can, well, he has metal claws. Yeah, though. he did actually have metal bear claws. Oh, is that true? Oh, okay. Obviously, a very frightening thing to be going on. And this is all happening still in London. Uh, and so for the next month or two, there are still rumors of appearances of spring Jack. At this point, this is when he gets his name in the press. Uh, the press dubs him spring Jack. Then in January 1838, the Lord Mayor of London, Sir John Cohen, orders the police to capture Springheeled Jack. The what? What was his Lord title? Mayor of London. The Lord. The Lord <laughs> Mayor of London says, "Get me that ghost." <laughs> Wait, were, were they under the impression that it might be a human at this point? I don't care if he's he a man. Want... I don't care if he's a bear. <laughs> I don't care if he's a ghost. I want him in Britain. I want him in Her Majesty's Tower. The Lord Mayor ordered the capture of a I want him guarded by Beefeaters 24 (laughs) hours a day. (laughs) I'm sorry, you're making me laugh. That's all right. Uh, So then, his next appearance, February 19th. Uh, 1838, there's a young woman at home uh, one evening named Jane Alsop, and a police officer knocks on her door, and he says, we have caught spring Jack here in the lane. So, yeah, and he says it's like very dark out, so she goes to grab a candle, and she turns around, turns back with a candle, and the cop is spring-heeled Jack the whole time. He's thrown off his overcoat, and he's there wearing his, like, uh, large helmet and his tight black raincoat and uh, he's vomiting up white and blue flames is what they describe him as having. This is seeming more demon than ghost. I mean, I, I'm no, not no. schooled on the difference, but this is really demonic. I mean, we can definitely in get opinion. into his categorization. I think there are a lot of good options and uh, there's are a couple of theories on what he actually is. But uh, after he vomits up uh, blue flames into her face, uh, he then starts uh, clawing at her with his metal hands. Uh, so she starts to scream, as you would. and She didn't scream when, when she realized it was him or when he vomited flames? I think maybe at then it was still too frightening. Maybe she was in shock. Oh. And then the pain of the I claws digging through her uh, jumper, as they would call them, probably shocked her into screaming. But her sister comes out hearing the screams, and I guess Springheel Jack was afraid of the sister uh, because he ran away. <laughs> Just so, hey, maybe he's a coward and he only likes to attack people on their own. Another oh. weak point of Springheel Jack. 
Another one. That's interesting. So he's got um, a soft. He's still got a soft spot in his yes. head, and he's afraid of sisters. Yes. February twenty eighth. Uh, there's a Lucy Scales walking home late one evening. Why do they all sound so English? These names. Yeah, they were because there was no immigration at that point. I'm sure. Like it was just. I'm like ninety percent. Everyone was one hundred percent English. No other kind of name coming. Uh. So she was walking home and she was attacked by a gentleman, this time the gentleman form, but still breathing out blue flames. Uh, this is wearing all white, the gentleman yes. form. And he was carrying a bullseye lantern, which is the type of lanterns that cops have. So oh. maybe a connection to this uh, cop uniform he was wearing previously. He attacks her and frightens her so badly that she's sent into fits for several hours. Uh, her brother heard her screaming and ran and chased off uh, Springheel Jack. So Jack, one of Jack's greatest weapons is causing hysteria in women. Yes. Okay, that is it's a little sexist. I don't. Well, know. it's true. There's no safe spaces here. <laughs> Trigger you. So, uh, and the next appearance that was cited, uh, he was in the shape of a bear in. A gentleman's garden. Uh, the gentleman came out and scared him away. You shooed him away. So when he's in the shape of a bear, is he? He's maybe just, he's more docile. You can shoo yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> he's just as scared of you as you are of him. This makes no sense. Well, <laughs> he appears in all white, like a bricklayer, or with a helmet, vomiting blue flames, or as a, a docile bear. Yeah. Those are his three major forms that we know of. Yeah. How did they prove the docile bear was him? Has anyone ever made an actual connection, seeing him switch, or are they just assuming that every bear in Leeds is Jack? I'm going to say that there's just something ineffable about it. And I believe that bear did have metal hands. And oh, okay. it might have had glowing eyes, maybe something like that. But it also was... Well, bears are scary anyway. They have huge claws and glowing It's true. Eyes. I don't know why you would need to make a bear even scarier. Bears are murderers, dude. Like, they are straight-up killers. Well, what are you most scared of? Which form? Ugh. I mean, I'm going to say the gentleman. There's something creepy about the gentleman. I'm going to disagree and say it's, it's the fucking bear. Okay. It's a bear. Uh, but you're forgetting how docile this bear was. Okay, well, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not taking that story's word for it. If it's Springheel Jack, it's a demon bear, which is can't be better than a regular bear. It just that's can't fair. Be. So you're facing a, a demon bear, and they're murderers anyway. But also keep in mind that uh, the gentleman form was more known for his leaping. I don't think the bear did as much leaping. So you gotta, how intimidating do you find the act of leaping? I don't. Okay. But what if you were squaring up against him on the three-point line? Well, then yes. <laughs> what if it was you and Springheel Gag at center court? It's a tip-off. He can clear a nine-foot wall. He's got that thing, and he's taking it straight to the I would the back hoop. up on defense. I would just back up on defense good, and take a good charge. Luck. He, can, he can slam dunk from center court. Just <laughs> You can still take a charge when he comes down if you're outside of the lane. I don't know basketball rules. <laughs> I know, I just wanted to keep... I was just going to keep saying it until we got somewhere where you had no idea. All I'm saying is... Do you know what, you know what the three-second rule is? 
that's different. That's when I drop a cookie on the ground. Yes, yes, that's correct. You are a sportsman. So, throughout the the 19th century, uh, he was used as sort of a a boogeyman in that part of England, you know, uh, parent. Like, don't don't go out at night or he'll get you. Yeah, our parents would be like, if you're naughty, if you're naughty, you're going to see Springfield Jack leap right up. Boy, I don't like bears. Well, he will be in the bear form. And he will leap and look into your window, and he will have... Not a leaping bear, no! He can leap three meters straight into the air, which is roughly nine feet. I keep I keep picturing Murderous Bert from uh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah, nice, long, and lean. Dick Van Dyke would be a great casting choice for spring Hill Jack. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's kind of how I'm seeing him. Yeah, because I think he would be good in all three aspects of both uh, the demon. I'd love to see him play a demon. Right. Great gentleman, and obviously... Great gentleman. Puts on a great English accent. Untouchable. <laughs> it's as good as... Yeah, yeah, I'd say he could hold a candle to any of us trained... I th- <laughs> you spent a few years in Northampton, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, and obviously he would look great as a bear. <laughs> what about Dick Van? What about Dick Van Dyke? Makes you think he'd look handsome as a bear? I, I think uh, I think his frame would carry a bear <laughs> outfit well. Okay, well, you had an answer. It's fair yeah. enough. I think he would be a, a very reasonable bear. I think that this. This guy is terrifying. I know I'm, I, 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 I've, I've been skeptical about a few parts of it, but the, the random appearances, mm-hmm. the varied appearances that are all connected by the claws, I mean, anything could be Spring Hill Jack in, in 1850 in England. I mean, any, you pointed at it. Yeah, anything. you just got to ch- check the claws, see if they're metal. That's why English people started uh, shaking hands. That's where that tradition came from. <laughs> I thought that was to check if they were Jews. No, no, that's to prove that you're not spring Jack. <laughs> Continue, I'm sorry. I, w- I would like to bring up mm-hmm. um, the creative fight card segment. All right. All right. Well, spring Jack is a formidable opponent. I want to know how many prime Shaquille O'Neal's mm. it takes to take down spring Jack. Prime Shaquille O'Neal's. Prime Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, I'm going to say... God, with those metal claws. I think Shaq, if you had like three Shaqs, you'd be able to pretty much handle the leaping. Because Well, he was a leaper. He could touch the top of the backboard when he was a rookie. He wasn't always so so heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I think it nullifies the leaping disparity. Well, I'm gonna say he can't jump like nine feet straight into the air. Well, no. But I'm gonna say, you know, between three of them. They'll be able to, like, box him off so that he won't have a place to, like, jump out and jump back in. And, you know, if he tries to jump, one of them will grab his leg or punch him in the dick or something. Because <laughs> Shaq... I say, I say two Shaqs. Two Shaqs. Just two Shaqs. I think two Shaqs, it would be a good fight, and I think it could go either way. I think... But three with is With three, definite. it's like, they got it. They got this one. All right, rapid fire. All right. spring Jack versus... Us two and a priest. Uh, us versus uh, us and a priest versus Springhill Jack. My money's on Springhill Jack. 
because uh, why is that? I'm not a fighter, uh, and the priest is not a fighter, and I don't think the priest power will help him. Okay, versus the Scooby Gang. The Scooby Gang. I'm gonna say uh, that's gonna be the Scooby Gang. I, I you know, I I'd be amazed if there wasn't one where they took on Spring Hill Jack. Yeah, he sounds like something they'd take on. Yeah, and it, but they go to like remove the mask, and it's like, no, it's really me. Yeah. It's not a mask. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those hysterical women. <laughs> Daphne, I'm gonna leap out. I'm gonna kiss ya. <laughs> that rapey part of him is weird. Yeah, that part's uh, that's the part that's like, oh, geez, that's kind of a bummer. You don't want demons to have a sexual motivation. No, no. And maybe maybe it was just kissing. Maybe it was just a romantic. Do you think he was just trying to connect with someone when he when he did that? Maybe he was like, what is this kissing? <laughs> I must experience a kiss. And apparently he didn't like it. No, oh, it confuses me. I'm getting butterflies in my tummy. So love is another weakness of his. Yeah, he's probably afraid of his own feelings. Oh, it all makes sense now. Seriously, all the other stories make sense. Yeah. How he ran, when he ran, what made him sensitive, you know? Yeah. It's, it's almost like Edward Scissorhands. It kind of is in a way. That that That's really good, man. He looks British. Yeah, that was a great movie. I didn't like it when was I was it? a kid, but it was actually pretty good. See, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I have weird, you know, I yeah. saw it when I was like 10 and I was like, well, are you serious? Yeah, at 10, I, I was just it. like, I don't, I don't get what this is trying to do. Yeah, it looked really sad to me. Yeah. The whole because thing. Because it is sad. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fucking problem. sad movie. Yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, can I tell you real quick? I just saw a movie called um, My Octopus Teacher. Oh, I've heard about that. It is beautiful. Is it, does the guy fuck the octopus? <laughs> Is that what you heard about? I heard that this guy wants Everyone to Everyone loves him. that part. I swear to God. No one will talk about any other part. Why of would you movie. talk about any other part of that movie? I'm just joking. He doesn't fuck the octopus. Does he fucking shove an octopus in his wetsuit and like grind against a coral? He, do- <laughs> he doesn't even <clears throat> wear a wetsuit. Oh my God. He's completely nude? He, yeah, he's completely nude in a kelp forest. Oh my good! That now it sound I does sound good. All right, let's get back on track. I have a couple more creative fight cards that you can cut afterwards if you don't like them. Springheel Jack versus the two thirteen-year-old girls with knives from episode one versus Slenderman. Ooh, okay. And I'm going to say that they have succeeded in their goal of becoming proxies. I'm going to put it on the girls. Really? You think the girls take out Spring Hill Jack? I think they learned a lot of lessons from that first attempted murder. I think now they've got it under their belt. They can get it done this time. How do you stab someone 19 times and not kill them? I mean, they've got to be pretty shallow would be my guess. Like, if they're only going don't like a... much, man. I mean, if you're just going like a centimeter in and you don't even get past like the muscle... Like, you're not striking any vital organs if they're stabbing in the gut, and they're not they're only getting in, like, this far, you know? Yeah, you lose a lot of blood, though, especially if you're out in the woods and have to walk back to... Yeah, but not as much know. as, like, if you cut open a vein or an artery. Right, but how do they miss all those with 19 shots? Because I don't think there are that many major arteries that go in, like, the center of the, the body. Like, if you're trying to, like... 13-year-old girls... Yeah, they're not going to get deep. 
All right. That's understood. That's how I think that girl survived. Or it was Slenderman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was blessed by Slenderman. Next segment. All right. This is a new segment that you're not aware of. All right, I'm excited. This is a segment where you go and get a mirror and say spring Heel Jack five times into it. Okay. Five times? Okay. Are you really going to do it? Uh, I don't know if I have any hand. Oh, wait, I do have a mirror. I'll be right back. All right. In the meantime, I will tell you guys that I, I actually looked up just the name uh, uh, Spring Hill Jack Porn uh, just to see what would come up because I like to every episode. And there was Boots of Spring Hill Jack episode 54 on Pornhub, the best hardcore porn site. And there was also Spring Hill Jack Weird Porn on weirdporn.soup.io. Wow. Io is uh, the British Indian Ocean Territory, which is weird. <laughs> It sounds like I missed something great. I can't wait to listen to that recording. Okay, I've got my hand. Yeah, no, here. I was just, I was just, I was just filling time. <laughs> uh, and okay, five times. Spring. Wait, wait, why would you say Spring Hill Jack but not Candyman? Because, look, spoiler alert. I think that Spring Hill Jack was not a demon, or as some theories have posited an alien or a ghost of a person that had committed suicide and was buried in uh, unholy ground mm-hmm. as all theories that I've heard mm-hmm. I think Lord Mayor of London himself was correct in his theory that spring Jack was three different aristocrats who had placed a wager to see who could be the scariest. That's what he came up with? This is the same guy who demanded the arrest of a bear? Arrest of a ghost. That took the <laughs> form of a bear. I thought it sounded ridiculous with bear, but you're right. It's funnier with... <laughs> Get me that ghost. <laughs> I want... You're gonna lock him up. That because ghosts... Ghosts... Notoriously stay behind bars. I want that ghost in jail. I want that ghost to stand trial. And I want that ghost found guilty. I want the best barrister you have. <laughs> so this is such a British story. He he got a an, a letter from an anonymous tip that claimed to be uh, a servant of one of these aristocrats that was working when they made this wager to see who could be the freakiest. And after that, it, like, caught on as just, like, a prank that British people would do until it died out around 1900. I would think that dressing up as him uh, as a prank died down after some guy got shot in the face for doing it. Well, and he did it by accident. And that's what... Yeah, he didn't even, he wasn't even trying. It's really ironic that other people were like, <laughs> I'm going out to play spring old Jack tonight, my love. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Nothing ever goes wrong when you pretend to be Springy-Old Jack. (laughs) And this was after the uh, murder of the poor bricklayer. It's terrible. Yeah, after that guy got shot in the jaw with a shotgun. So you are more scared of Candyman than you are of Spring-Hill Jack. I think I'm going to say yes. I'm going to put... Well, I'm going to say that 
I have not found anything about saying spring Jack into a mirror causes him to appear. I've not heard that in any part of his mythos. And I've not heard about him being anywhere outside of either London or Liverpool. So you feel safe to yeah. do it. It's more that I don't feel like I'm in immediate danger from spring Jack. So do Candyman. Maybe that should be the second. No, no. Well, I don't think I'm going to do Candyman, though. Candyman, literally, Spring Springheel Jack could be real. Candyman was written by Clive Barker, and you won't say it's I'm just going to hold the mirror up to you, and you say it three times. No, this is your segment. No. I don't want to steal the spotlight. No, this is you, and you can do it. All right, just do Springheel Jack five times. <laughs> no problem. Spring here. Say it with the accent oh. so it so it works. Yeah, so we understand. I don't want to get lost in translation. Spring. What is he talking about? <laughs> spring healed Jack. 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 And I'm good. All right, what's happening? I mean, I'm a little bit excited. I'm a little bit... I might be entering the first stage of his murderous hysteria. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he causes that mostly on women. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, I've had a pretty strong feminine side, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he might Thank get me. sharing. I'm, I feel if like I'm in touch died, with died, this would be... Oh, my God. Would, uh, we have zero listeners now, but if you died from that, my God. All right, now if I, I die, no, it's going to be Ethan. If what? If I die, it's going to be you. He's killing me to get listeners. Yeah. And it's on the you record. cut that, too. <laughs> I'm just laughing a lot. Um, so you said Spring Hill Jack five times in the mirror. I want to get to one of my favorite parts of our podcast. Yeah. Now... I did want to... I don't know how to edit things, and I can't sing. I wanted to do a bumper mm. for this, and it would go like this. That sounds scary, but can they fuck? I like it. Okay, so can he fuck spring Jack? Okay. I'm going to say the way that he worries about being natally dressed when he's in the form of a gentleman. Mm-hmm. He's a dandy. Yeah, I'm going to say that that's... He's peacocking. He's trying to put it out there. He is. I think he's he's putting a lure out in the water, seeing what bites. And I think that's because he wants to fuck what bites. <laughs> I think it's telling that he uh, uh, assaulted the women with, with kisses. Mm. He, he wants affection, and he's uh, capable of physical affection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it would end in someone dead. I'm just, I, it's not like, can they fuck safely? You know, but I think... He must be able to fuck because he's able to kiss and grab and hold, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that raises the question, do you think there's a spring-heeled Jill? Do you think he's like his own species? Or do you no, think he I could reproduce? No. no, I say no. Okay. You think he's... The reason being that that um, he was presented to me as a ghost, number one. Okay. So I, I, I say he can't reproduce. But also... I, so you think ghosts can't after... reproduce? No, I don't. I, I, can they? <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> Am think... Am I wrong? <laughs> you, I, I, who can say? That would be weird to think, like, I'm a ghost and I got my girlfriend pregnant. <laughs> Have you ever seen a baby ghost? That would be... 
<laughs> I mean, I maybe that's where Casper came from. Maybe he was born a ghost. And that's why he's not, like, upset. I told my dad we were going to talk about Spring Hill Jack, and he, and he, he was like, make a good Casper joke. I was like, thanks, Dad. We did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got there naturally. Yeah, no, yeah. It really worked, Dad. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm glad he gave us that note. <laughs> he seems to have um, a sexual appetite. Yeah, yeah. He definitely is interested in some forms of physical pleasure. And also, I, I mean, I mentioned it earlier that I see a connection between he and the later Jack the Ripper, and both were obsessed with, well, I, I, obsessed with women, mm-hmm. you know, especially whores, um, but from an outsider's perspective, and they would have to violate them in order to show any affection. I think there may be a similar dynamic here. Mm, mm. You think that he's he's using his assaults as a proxy for his sexuality. You think he's basically just... A serial killer with mad hops. Yeah, in, in a way, I I I, th- I think he uh, may be looking for some uh, acceptance in a way mm. when he when he's going after these people because he's not murdering them and then just leaving their body. He's kissing. He's scaring. I mean, it's much more personal than just a murder. Mm-hmm. And in in a way, he really seems like a, a prototype for a uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, you know, I didn't even think of that. Like, I... And I know that Wes Craven was a very, like, smart guy, very well-read. He was an English professor before he was a movie director. Did he pass away? Uh, He did pass away. Wes Craven? Yeah, he died, like, I want to say two years ago. It was a shame, because I feel like he still probably had a couple good movies in the tank. Well... Well, did you see Red Eye? (laughs) Yes. I like Red Eye a lot. I lied. I did not see yeah, that. Well, you should see it. I'm it, sorry. It, it, it's really good. Uh, it's, it's well, it's not important, but it's good. It's worth watching. And anyway, Wes Craven, smart guy, I think he would be familiar with something like this. And he, I know he drew a lot of, he talked a lot about uh, different places he was drawing inspiration from. Like, uh, at around that time, there was uh, a rash of Filipino children who had been found dead uh, after not sleeping for several days and like hiding pots of coffee in their room. Around what time? Like the early 80s, late 70s. Oh, around Wes Craven, Nightmare on Elm Street creation? Yeah. Like it, it was, that story was in a way ripped from the headlines. That's cr- And it was only Filipino kids? Yeah, or like some sort of Southeast Asian, like and I can't remember if it was in Southeast Asia or if they were people that had moved to L.A. from Southeast Asia. But it was, you know, kids dying because they refused to go to sleep. Can you imitate them? No. That one I can't <laughs> do. You can't do a Filipino child begging for his life from Spring Hill Jack? No, not going to do that. Not even going to try and do that. Could you? No, you I, I, I honestly, I would need to put in some time to do some research. I think to <laughs> yeah. try and do that justice. And <laughs> I can't do it on the fly. And I'm not going to disrespect the Filipino people like that. <laughs> okay. They deserve better than my Filipino accent. <laughs> Imitating the children being murdered by Spring Hill Jack. Yeah, being murdered by a monster from 200 years ago. 
Do you think he, there's any relation with Jack the Ripper, or you think I'm off? I mean, I think they were both given that name by the press. Like, I don't think... Or did Jack the Ripper name himself? No, I think the press. Yeah. Uh, either way, I think it'd be reasonable to assume, since he was a Londoner, that Jack the Ripper would have been familiar with the story of spring Jack. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, because... They would have been happening around the same time, and it seems like at one point it was such a big deal that the mayor sent the police out to arrest a ghost. Like, this would have been something people knew about. Yeah, so it could have been on his mind. Yeah. So maybe in a way he is the real spring Jack. Yeah, maybe he is just a, a, a serial killer with mad hops. <laughs> Can I ask you a question about spring Jack? Yes. Is he real? My gut says no. Uh, Why? Because... Oh, it's your gut. You don't have to explain that. <laughs> uh, well, but the... Uh, I think the letter that the mayor received about it just being a couple of rich dickheads makes sense because the three of them would be in competition, so that would explain the three different forms of spring oh, Jack. Oh, wow. Nice connection. And I think uh, there's also the one who had the cop uniform and the other one had the cop's lantern, the bullseye lantern. Oh, another connection. And also implies, like, how would they get that? Maybe one of them was a cop. It's true. Maybe even the chief of the police of London. 1838, that was spring Jack. I'm going on the record. Case closed. I like, how, I like how there were three English jackasses who wanted to do a, a, a hoax, and one was like, oh, I'm going to be a gentleman, and the other one was like, oh, I'm going to be fire, and the other one was like, oh, I'm going to be a, a, a bear. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? You know what's really scary, fellows? <laughs> oh, I forgot. This is the yeah. He's a posh guy. Yeah. You know what yeah, really yeah. frightens me, chums? It's a bear. Ooh! <laughs> Think of how frightening that would be. You you turn the corner and ooh, there's a bear. Is there any more? Are, are there any more accounts of Springheel Jack after the late? I mean, very early twentieth century. Uh, they died off mostly in uh, 1904, they said, was sort of the last account that everybody took credibly. Uh, <laughs> I guess. <it's>, Which, <laughs> like, who knows? Somebody might have seen spring Jack last week, but nobody's going to be like, spring Jack's real. Somebody saw him last week. Issue another arrest warrant. Yeah. Bring me spring Jack. <laughs> He's back out on the streets. <laughs> The fucking ghost. They set him free. He ran out his hundred year sentence. That would be so horrible to know that the ghost was getting out of prison. Yeah, that's even scarier because it's like you know the exact date when it's going to be back on the streets. Yeah, and all you can do is watch. What about his time in jail? That'd be weird. Yeah, I would also really not like to be the cellmate of a, a murder ghost. He's also immortal, so he would just stay there? Yeah. Well, I guess until his sentence ran out. They only or gave three, sh- three You're given 20 to life. <laughs> Eligible for parole <laughs> in 35. <laughs> well, Springheel Jack, why do you think you're fit to return to society? 
Have you reformed? No more kissing from me. <laughs> from now on, I leap out with a arty handshake. <laughs> I'm going to become a bricklayer because I already have the clothes. You got to dress for the job you want, not the one you got. <laughs> Tell me more. Is there any more spring Jack lore? What's his motivation? We haven't heard anything about why he's doing this. Uh, well, I think when he was initially uh, set as the uh, Hammersmith ghost, uh, the Hammersmith ghost was allegedly a suicide that had been buried on unhallowed grounds and now returns. He's a tormented soul and he takes his torment out on humanity. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, which, but there's also the possibility that he's an alien, which I heard. What's the theory on that? Uh, the large red eyes. Uh, Lin- That's it? They ran with that? They went with that. That and his ability alien. to... Gotta be an alien. Uh, large red eyes. <laughs> they thought his leaping ability might be credited to coming from a planet with higher gravity. Oh, we know aliens leap, of course. <laughs> yeah, they're We've great at Space Jam. Yeah. Red eyes and they leap. Gotta go with alien. They're also, I'm sure, like, the his appearance mutated throughout time, depending on how recently those three aristocrats have been out pranking people. Like, uh, the spring Jack that you have in 1803 is probably very different from the one you have in 1903. Yeah, I would imagine he'd evolved since then. Yeah, he's learning. That's scary. It's scary. I think it's scary. You don't believe in him, I don't think. I think, I you think... You really think it was a hoax. You think it was the three uh, dandies. I hoax. definitely think three rich assholes are... A cause of a lot of the world's problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Why not spring Jack? Why didn't three of them get together and decide, let's be shitheads, eh, fellas? And then hey, Donald it. Jr. Yes, Eric, I've got a plan. Let's, I'll dress up like a bear. <laughs> you dress up. No, no, you dress up as a demon, but wear a helmet. Just in case. <laughs> a demon with a helmet. And, uh... Did they have helmets back then? I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like... They probably had, uh... Like a, like a military helmet. Yeah. Yeah, not like a bicycle helmet, but... That's yeah. what I was picturing, that's why I asked. <laughs> why did they have a bicycle helmet? Wearing that's one really of those leather helmet. football helmets. <laughs> that's definitely what he wears now. Oh, yeah, God, that actually would be a great look on him. Why do you think he never came to North America? I mean, I think at the end of the day, he's a patriot. (laughs) I think he loves Britain. And, you know, you could take the boy out of London, but you can't take the London out of the boy. And you can't take the accent out either. I mean, you would would know if you you were, like, hiking and a bear was like, hello, you'd be like, there he is. (laughs) No, that's Springhill Jack. That's not an American bear that's saying hello. Yeah, we should run either way, though. <laughs> yeah, either way, it is a bear. It's a fucking bear. <laughs> what if he's able to take the form of whatever frightens you? Like and, it? Yeah, like an it situation. Like, so that guy was really scared of bears. Oh, I'm and scared this... of bricklayers. <laughs> I'm scared of gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like leaping at all. Yeah, what if it's that? <laughs> I don't want to be kissed by a bear. 
<laughs> oh boy, have I got something scary for you then, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's my favorite account of him. <laughs> the one where he's a kissing bear. Yeah, yeah, where he's a kissing bear with metal, and the and the sister comes out and he go and he and he runs. Yeah. Oh no, you see me kissing. Ah, if two people see me at once, I try and look like two different things, and it freaks me out. What would he be if if you saw him? Like, what scares you the most? Seriously. Uh, oh, uh, being inside a coffin. He would be a coffin with me in it. Are you serious? That's like your greatest fear. Uh, but just being dead, and I think that for me is the most concrete symbol of that. Because that's the only context I've seen dead people. You don't think about... <laughs> yes, it is the only context I've seen them, too. <laughs> I've, I haven't seen one, like... I have never found a dead body. Or, like, seen one on the street. Like in Stand By Me? You've never... <laughs> yeah, I never walked down the train tracks with my buddies and just talked about life and love and everything and found a corpse and then realized, now I'm a man. But <laughs> but you're, tell, you're telling me... Oh, I lost my train of thought. That if spring Jack appeared to me in the form uh, that scared me the most, he it would be myself in a coffin. It, you said coffin because it's a symbol of death, but like what way would you not want to die? Okay, the way that I want to die the least. Oh, boy. Um, Going to your job and getting shot in the face by a ghost hunter? Oh, boy, that would be, that would not be good. But I'm going to say being uh, locked in a room. Uh, and given food and water and just locked in that room until I died. That sounds horrifying. That's a natural death. That sounds absolutely horrifying. You could still masturbate and like draw on the walls. I mean, not connected. <laughs> that was gross. But <laughs> I, I, I feel like that I could only do that for so long. We've been doing it. I don't know. I've been doing it for 39 years and I'd, <laughs> I'd be fine for another 39. I don't care where I am, locked up or not. All right. I'm just saying... I, w- I would go. I would go crazy. You know what it is for me? It's dying, not being able to breathe. Like any, like drowning, mm. suffocating, anything where you're like aching to take in a breath, and you have to just take oh, it yeah. until you go on. Like, come on. I see we're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. That means we're out of studio time. But thank you for listening to us talk about old Springheel Jack. Tune in for next week, where we may or may not be discussing a specific haunted house. Uh, my name is Chris Anderson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chris the. Friend. I'm Ethan Sereski, and I'm not on the internet. I'm really not. But uh, you could you could message Shibble if you want to say hi. Yeah, yeah. Send me any of your Ethan messages. Maybe we'll read them aloud. Who knows? Thanks for listening, and uh, don't Please get spooked. Remember to leave a like and a subscribe, and uh, a thumbs up or whatever your social media allows you to do.